Wow, it's been cold in the last week or so, especially if you've been up in the mountains. I was skiing up in Verbier last weekend and it was freezing. So with the cold snap set to continue for a while, a timely reminder about hypothermia in this health matters, how to recognise it and what to do. Our usual body temperature is 37 degrees centigrade, but if it drops below 35 degrees, then hypothermia has set in. Prolonged exposure to very cold temperatures can lead to hypothermia, and there are various things that can increase the risk. The temperature control centre in a baby or young child's brain is underdeveloped when compared to ours, and so puts them at increased risk. And elderly people don't generate as much body heat as younger adults, and so they're at increased risk as well. Wet clothing is also a risk factor. Being someone who does a lot of ski touring, I've noticed this. If you get a bit sweaty when you're working hard climbing up the mountain, when you get to the top, your body will cool down more quickly than it would if your clothing were dry. The same is true if someone is in cold water. Water conducts heat away from the body. So what are some of the signs that someone is becoming hypothermic? Well, they may initially complain of feeling cold. Their skin may be cold to touch and they'll be shivering to try to generate heat. But as a person's body temperature drops further, shivering actually stops and their body essentially starts to slow down. Their thought processes, their speech, their breathing and their heart rate. They can become lethargic, confused and disorientated. This effect on the brain means that a person who's hypothermic can't think clearly and so can't do anything about it. Eventually, they'll lose consciousness. The key is to be alert to the early symptoms of hypothermia and act promptly. Get the person to shelter, ideally indoors, and remove any wet clothing. Wrap them in warm layers and blankets and make sure their head is covered. If you're outdoors and can't get the person inside, try to insulate them from the ground to stop more heat being conducted away from their body. Foil blankets are great here. If you have a survival bag or shelter, this will help to insulate them from the environment and protect them from wind as well. And your body heat can be a great source of warmth to them. Warm drinks and something to eat are also important, as well as having a very low threshold for seeking medical advice for someone you're worried about. If a person does lose consciousness, check to ensure they're breathing and move them gently into the recovery position, a safe position for an unconscious person who is breathing with them lying on their side. Again, foil blankets, normal blankets and dry clothing can help warm the person and stop them losing heat through cold ground. And it's vital that you call the emergency services. 144 for an ambulance in Switzerland, remembering that 1414 is the Swiss Air Rescue Service if you're up in the mountains. If the person stops breathing, then basic life support should be started. Make sure the emergency services have been called and start chest compressions and rescue breaths. And keep warming the person while you're doing this.
But of course, prevention is always better than cure, particularly where hypothermia is concerned. When you're up in the mountains, check the forecast. Have good clothing that wicks away moisture. Have enough clothing to stop cold air coming into contact with your skin. Avoid overexertion and buddy up. Look out for each other. Stay safe out there. My name is Dr. Michelle Wright. Thank you for listening.